0: Good morning, my friends, and welcome to Friday, uh, Friday, June the 26th. Uh, This is the Cup of Joe podcast for those who are new, those who may have stumbled across it and said, what is this all about? Uh, I am a lay Catholic minister within the um, uh, church uh, in the Diocese of Green Bay. I uh, am the pastoral leader for three rural Catholic parishes on the east side of the state, and every day... Monday through Friday, I just read the gospel for the day and and make a few thoughts. Um, not a theologian, uh, just a, a minister who's looking to um, uh, understand God's uh, insights in the word, in in what that brings to us today, and what that brings to my life, and maybe what that brings to your life, and how we can incorporate that into who we are and what we are and how we're living today, and so. Uh, for those who are with, I hope this is helpful to you. And, uh, and if not, I wish you every good uh, regardless. And so I thank you for taking time to join today. So today we are um, going to start the eighth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, we are finished with the Sermon on the Mount, and we're going to hear that in our first sentence right away that the uh, Gospel writer of Matthew refers to that, uh, that that is finished. And so for those following along, um, Uh, in, In Scripture, we're going to read Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 to 4. So a short reading today, Matthew 8, 1 to 4. Let's listen to the Word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. And then a leper approached, did him homage, and said, Lord, if you wish... You can make me clean. He stretched out his hand, touched him, and said, I will do it. Be made clean. His leprosy was cleansed immediately. Then Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So right off the bat here, brothers and sisters, we see that uh, idea that the Sermon on the Mount is ended. Why do we see that? Because the first sentence says, "When Jesus came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. Remember, in Matthew's gospel, Jesus is the new Moses, and Moses went up the mountain to get the commandments. Uh, for the last three chapters, we have heard Jesus delivering those commandments to us. You have heard it said, but I say to you five different times, right? And, uh, and, and talking to us about what the law looks like and how we are called to internalize that. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things are going to be added unto us. Um, and now he's coming down the mountain. And and coming down the mountain, he encounters someone from the fringe. A couple things I would say to this. First of all, brothers and sisters, and, and again, I'm only saying things that you know and, and reminding us of, of what we know. And maybe from time to time we forget. But life is not lived on a mountaintop. And I think sometimes we wish it were. Uh, because then we would always feel that presence of God. We'd always feel that nearness to God. We'd always see that presence, that sight, like the transfiguration. Wow, look at that. Jesus is is present, and and not only that, so is Elijah and Moses, and we see them transfigured, and this is great. And Peter says, oh, let's just pitch our tents up here. But that's just just not the reality. Most of life in our liturgical year, in our lives— it's lived in the, in the ordinary. It's lived in ordinary time. It's lived in the mundane, in the routine. It's not up on the mountain. And that's OK. Um, I say it's OK even though I know I don't feel that. Um, I want to experience. But again, I challenge you as I challenge me in this, not to get caught up on our feelings not to get caught up in our need for experience, but that that trust needs to be that inner burn, that deep burn, that slow burn, that we know he's with us. I don't need the large fire, the bonfire all the time. Uh, I need it occasionally to take me from, from place to place to place. But the majority of life is lived in the inner consciousness that knows God is here. God is present. He's, he's involved in the routine. Kind of like the Nikos Kazenstakos um, verse I read a, a few days ago. We can't look in the sights of the sun or we'll be blind. So God tempers himself and, and he becomes a, a, a hut and, and a warm tunic and a piece of bread. Um, that, that life is lived within those moments. Uh, and so he's come down to the mountain anyway, and he encounters somebody on the fringe. And, and we all know this, that lepers, uh, were certainly, you know, they had to, uh, to be separate from the community, uh, and, and ring a bell and say, unclean, unclean to remind us who they were. The truth of the matter is brothers and sisters, if we were being honest with ourselves, we'd all be ringing bells and, and shouting unclean, unclean, because none of us are pure. None of us. Um... But yet it was a way for the, uh, the maiden part of the community to think they were. Um, and uh, and that, that marvelous interchange, the wisdom of the leper who says, if you will it, Lord, if you wish, you can make me clean. I know who you are, and I know your abilities. And I think, brothers and sisters, that calls to mind the question for us, do we know who God is in our life and what God can do for us? I mean, if the words of the lepers are ours, Make sure you thank God today if if you know that and mean it, Lord, I know who you are. and if you wish it, I know what you can do. You can make me clean and 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 I love Jesus's line. Uh, he, he just says, "I will do it and, and the 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 transition of these two words always in my mind, always, for years. I, I heard Jesus said, "I do will it." be made clean, but he just simply says, I will do it. It's not, I do will it, I will do it. I will do it, okay, yeah, sure, I will do it. Be made clean. Um, one, I think he does will it, that we are made clean, but two, that he will do it, uh, that we will be clean. I think that both things are true. Uh, I think God, brothers and sisters, desires that we be made clean. Now, what does that mean for us? Does that mean our skin will be cleaned of, of our, our different skin ailments, whatever they may be? Um, okay, maybe. Does that mean that whatever addiction we carry with us can be taken away from us? Yeah, maybe. Does that mean any physical limitations that we have can be taken away? Well, yeah, maybe. Does that mean... Um, those areas of my life in which I carry judgment, uh, can be taken away. You know, that I, I, I hold grudges against other people. Well, yeah, maybe. I I think, I think we, we bring all these different ailments to God and, and, and we say to him, I know who you are and I know who I am. I know I'm unclean, um, doesn't make me unworthy. Doesn't make me unloved. None of those things. Don't don't confuse the two. But I know who I am and I know who you are. And I know you can make me clean if you wish. And God says, I do will it and I will do it. Um, we have to ask. But we have to ask knowing who we are and knowing what that cleanliness is. Um, where it needs to lead, what's in within us that is not clean, and I think we have to trust um, that that it can happen. Now, again, I I don't think, brothers and sisters, my friends, this this looks like perfection. Uh, I I just I think if that is the uh, the standard upon which we will love ourselves and And allow ourselves to be loved by one another and God, I think we're setting ourselves up for failure. but I think, brothers and sisters, it's just that sweet spot where we know we're where we need to be and who we need to be, and with whom we need to be and and how we need to be. That doesn't mean we still won't have a limp or or um uh, you know, uh, an arm that can't have full range of motion. It doesn't mean that we don't won't still be bogged down by um, things that have ailed us internally, spiritually, uh, those crosses that we bear um, and have borne all our life. It doesn't mean that we will be free of all those. But I think Jesus desires us to be where we need to be and how we need to be. Um, today and tomorrow and I think that's what we're inviting Jesus to be part of today it's like saying Lord I know who I am I know where I am today and with your grace um, you can make me clean he wills that and he can do it Um, and, and I think then we need to come back tomorrow and ask the same thing and maybe the next day because maybe every day it's the same thing. And, and I praise God that our God doesn't tire of that. But maybe it's a different thing. Um, and, and, and every day we need to come before him with our need. And maybe that's why he calls us children or sheep. We're not God. Uh, the minute we get to that place of perfection, maybe we don't need him anymore. And maybe this is the beauty of God's, I won't say plan, but maybe God's movement within us that he can, he knows we need him and he can redeem it every day again. Like the sun rises every day, Uh, every day again, he can redeem and make us new. Um, Okay. Then uh, Jesus says, and this is the last thing I say, Jesus says, listen, see to it that you tell nobody, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses prescribed. That will be proof to them. Remember, um, the lepers were separate from the community. and even as they were clean, they couldn't just go back home and say, "Hey, I'm clean. look at me." Um, the priests were the gatekeepers that they were the ones who said, "You know, you're cast out." And they were the ones who said, "Oh, you are clean. You are back now and, and a member of our community. It's like they rubber stamped the action uh, that was happening and uh, and so I think, it says two things, and, and I, I've i gone on long enough that I won't go on longer. But one, it, it talks about the importance of community. Brothers and sisters, we're not called to be just this perfect. in the, Again, perfect is the wrong word. We're not called to be this person in this sweet spot of our life, but just on our own. We're called to be in a community because it's only in a community that whatever gifts that I carry, that sweet spot that I have today, can be a gentle breeze to somebody else and can be, uh, the gifts that somebody else needs today. And, and it's only being in a community that somebody else can be the gift that I need today, because I am not separate on my own. I was reading something earlier today that says this, an Aboriginal Australian woman looked and said to someone, listen, if you have come to help me, you're wasting your time. But if you have come because your liberation is bound up with mine, then Hey, we can work together. Brothers and sisters, that's what community is about. It's not about you coming to help me because you have all the answers or me coming to help you because I have all the answers. It's because our liberation is caught up with each other in community, and that is the key here. Um, and and the, there's so much more I could say, and, and but I think that that's a good place to leave it. Our liberation is bound up with each other, brothers and sisters. We're called to approach God knowing who we are and who God is and what God can do. And and only God can bring us to that sweet spot today. And life isn't lived on the mountain as much as I wish it were. It's okay. God's in the mundane. May our eyes be open to seeing him in the mundane. Let's pray and uh we will finish the um the uh whoops, I have to grab my rosary. Uh, The luminous mysteries today. So let's take a moment of silence and call to mind an intention for which we'd like to pray. Let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth luminous mystery, the gift of the Eucharist. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, thank you for uh, coming along with me for the ride today, for uh, a, a look through God's Word. Uh, I wish you every blessing, not only today, but on your weekend. and. Um, look forward to us being able to come back together again on Monday. God bless.